0: Are you frustrated with Facebook ads? Success is not always measured by a sale. On today's episode, Susan Bradley is here to break down some simple actions to help you make sense out of it all. Come join us.
1: Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams.
0: Hey everybody, I am back with my biz bestie, Susan Bradley, and I'm so excited today because Susan and I have collaborated a lot over the years and she just always brings some awesomeness to the table when we get to talking. So I'm super excited she's here. Susan, why don't you just say hi? I'll introduce you a little bit, but just say hi to everybody. Hey, hello everyone. So glad to be here, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you here. Susan is the owner of the Social Sales Girls. And when I say we've collaborated, um, we have these business groups and we have the pleasure of jumping into each other's groups quite often and training each other's people on awesome things. And I bring a different knowledge that Susan has a different knowledge. We call ourselves the data and the feelings. You already know I'm the feelings, so she has to be the data. Um, But Susan and I met a few years ago and we've just, we were in a setting where there wasn't a lot of product sellers. And so we instantly gravitated towards each other. And if you're listening right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about because business owners are, are not all created equal. And so when you have a group of people and not everybody sells product, they don't understand the language. They don't understand your daily life or what you go through. Am I, am I saying this right, Susan?
1: Oh, for sure. Like as soon as I saw you, I'm like, that's my person. <laughs> I need I need to hang out with her. She speaks yeah. my language. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're both all sweaty and like ugh.
0: Yes, because we've been riding a bike. we had been riding a bike from San Francisco to Sal all day. That was the first day that I met Susan. Um, But there's this unspoken language. Like we understand what it's like to sell products. We understand what it's like to wake up every day and have to figure out how we're going to pay the bills with what we do every day. And, And people in the digital space don't necessarily understand what it's like to be a product seller. And I think that's why we became Fast friends and we instantly clicked with each other. We literally talk, I think, daily. Like if it's not every day, it's every other day. And it's great because we can bounce ideas off of each other. We can give each other advice. We can just... Moan and groan when we have a bad day, and so having that person is just awesome. Susan's that person. Now, Susan brings a whole lot of knowledge every time she drops into my group, and so today she's she's bringing the knowledge today. She's bringing Facebook, really Facebook ad knowledge, Um, and you know when it's when you start running ads for the very first time. I'm thinking back to when I started running ads. You know, I used that little boost button when I started to run ads because I didn't know any different, or any better. And you feel like, okay, I've got a great image. I'm gonna type up some stuff and I'm gonna boost this and see if I can sell more. And you do that for a little while, And sometimes you get sales, sometimes you don't get sales, but you never know. You never know if what you're doing is right. Like, am I right, Susan?
1: Yeah, you just, it's like throwing money out there and hoping something sticks, but actually not even knowing what's supposed to happen. Like what's good. I hear that all the time. I don't know if my results were good.
0: Yeah. You don't know what's in quotes. I'm doing the quote, Mark, um, what's working or not, because the only way you have to measure it is do you have sales? And so in my mind, if I had sales, the ad worked, if I didn't have sales, the ad didn't work. And I never really had a good measuring stick. And so you're right. I felt like I was throwing money away until I really taught myself how to use ads manager, how to run a proper ad. And then What metrics to measure the success of that ad? Because success is not always sales. So let's let's get into our little our topic today, Susan. Why don't you take it over and let's get started. Let's teach them something.
1: Well, I just love that you said success is not always sales because it's true. When we set ourselves up uh, thinking that success is only when we get a sale we set ourselves up for failure particularly when it comes to ads on Facebook and Instagram because like everything else we do as product sellers there's a process there really is a process so here's why all of this is important because sometimes it's easy to say I just don't know what I'm doing so I'm going to stop I'm not going to do it every Mm -hmm. time I'm disappointed I feel like it's a failure I don't know what's happening so I'm not going to do it anymore But here's the the reality of that is that you can have the very best box. You can have the best stuff in the box. Your packaging can be absolutely amazing. Uh, You you have a great experience, great inserts. You can have a great sales page. But the problem is if you can't get enough eyeballs on your product, you can't get enough of the right people to see what you're doing, then it doesn't matter that you have all that stuff you're not going to be successful. And often what happens, we'll go right back to that success is that when we don't get sales, most of us look at ourselves, we say, okay, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with my product? What's wrong with my website? What am I doing wrong? But in most cases, I'm going to say like 95% of the cases that I see, it's really not what you're doing wrong. It's what you're not doing.
0: Yep that's exactly it and i see it every day in the group like i've done this and they they are they're putting in the work they're doing all the things their social media looks beautiful their landing pages look beautiful they've done all the work and they're feeling completely defeated because they're having one or two sales
1: yeah and really the bottom line is that the, that the next step for them or actually even For people starting out, the first step is building that audience and being able to access them, getting in front of those people time and time again. And what most people don't understand is to get a conversion, like to actually get a sale. That one thing we think is success, it takes a lot more people than you think it Mm -hmm. does. And so we say uh, at the Social Sales Girls, you know, we're teaching people this process that really you need 3,000 web visitors a month. In order to get one sale a day. Okay, that's a good measuring stick. Yeah, so much more than anyone would ever dream. You know, Mm -hmm. when we're first starting out, we think, oh, so 100 people saw my website and I didn't sell anything. I'm a failure. And that's not true, right? It's really that, okay, 100 people saw saw my website. How do I get 3,000 people to see my website? That's my natural next step.
0: It's all a numbers game, it's all about feeling that top of the funnel, which is the traffic. You know, we talk a lot about traffic conversions and retention. But that first step is traffic. And if you don't have the traffic, your conversions are going to be low. Your retention is going to be low. You've got to start with the traffic. And so many times people want to start with those conversions. They want to start with the sales. And I get it. We want to make money. We need to make money to keep going. But we have to have traffic to have those conversions. So
1: let's talk about that. Okay. So so the bottom line is, that really we have to have a strategy to drive those people to our website. And even though Facebook and Instagram ads seem like this deep, dark pit of awfulness, (laughs) the truth is there has never been a better way to go out there and find your people and give them a reason to visit your website than Facebook and Instagram ads. Even with all the iOS changes, it's still the number one best, most affordable way to find your people and get them to your site in a way that you can, and this is super important, Sarah, in a way that you can control. Yeah,
0: because so much of things are out of our control these days. So
1: much is out of your control. Mm -hmm. You could hire an SEO expert and you still don't control those results. The most important thing for us as product people is we have to find uh, strategies that we can control, so that when we're ready to scale, we know how to do that.
0: All right. So, how do we get started with that?
1: So, here's what I see. So, I have a couple of things that I think, three things that I think are super important for anyone to get started. And, and the first thing, and I'm going to talk about subscription box people in particular, because you know we have uh, many, we have a lot of overlap. You and I in yes. our membership, and so. I get to see what's going on in your group, but also our subscription box people, too, or the people that are in both memberships. And the number one thing I see for people who are uh, spending some money on ads and they have a, a subscription box is that their creative is a problem.
0: Okay. When you say creative, tell yeah. me what that means.
1: So, creative means their image and their copy. Okay. And so, What people think of, again, and I want to break it down, because what people think of is, I did this ad, nothing happened. I didn't get results, so the whole thing is garbage. That's actually not the case. We have to think about what is success at every stage. So when you're first starting with ads, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, what you have to realize is the goal. Your number one goal is to get people to stop scrolling. That's all. That's all you want to do. And the one thing that will get them to stop scrolling is an image.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's their attention. And, and, and clarity in those images is literally everything, because if, like often I'll see uh, people, and it's it's not just with subscription boxes, it's pretty much everyone. We try and jam all the information into this one infographic or image with copy all over it. And if we think of our own behavior, like how often do you stop and look at those things? Not so much.
0: We right? don't, no, I see it too. They just, they are trying to give all the information <laughs> but you don't have to do that on the image, right? You do that in the copy.
1: Right, because no one's ever gonna Going to read your copy if your image doesn't stop them and so we want to think about what kind of images are going to get people to stop in the scroll because clarity is job one we don't have to share everything we don't have to tell the whole story in our image we just have to get people to stop look at the image know that it attracts them and then they'll read your copy and then if your copy does its job then they'll click through and uh, visit your website, or they'll do whatever action it is that you want. It could be just an engagement too, but whatever it is you want to happen, it all starts with the image and stopping that scroll. And sometimes for people with subscription boxes, that image is a little bit of a challenge because they always have more than one thing, or almost always, right, have more than one thing in their uh, subscription box. But really, Again, you don't have to show the whole thing. You could pull out one product and that's your showstopper product. Your, we call it in, uh, in my world, your signature product. It's a product that gets a lot of attention, product that people are like, oh, I want to look at that more. And so say it's a candle. Let's just mm-hmm. say it's a candle. You could easily put just the candle from your box in, uh, in your ad so that people know exactly what it is you're selling they stop, and then your copy backs it up. Wouldn't it be nice to have a candle like this delivered to your door every month? Or wouldn't it be nice to have a spa experience every month? And just something that creates a gap for them that makes them uh, think, okay, I want to know more. It's like stepping people down a path rather than putting the candle and the bath bomb (laughs) And, uh, you know, the scrub and, you know, all those things together, because then people can't actually see what it is for them. So that's one thing you can do. The other thing you could do is you can do like a time lapse video of a box opening something like that where it doesn't it can't be a minute that's probably too long but you can film an opening and do a time lapse that's 30 seconds and you can probably catch somebody's attention that way and then visually they can see what it is that Mm -hmm. you're showing want to be able to see it visually without having to stop uh and read copy on an image um you know other things you can do is a little live behind the scenes uh Videos that are again only 30 seconds showing you packing a box, right? Yeah, showing showing the products. And I mean, there's anyone who's good with a video can make it really amazing. But even if you're not good with a video, you can make it so that people want to see more Mm -hmm. or read more. And so those are the kinds of things that subscription box people can do to attract attention that are way more effective than doing some sort of infographic or uh, you know, picture with a lot of images in that just really isn't clear, isn't clear for the person reading it. And the best thing you can do, the biggest favor you can do for yourself is test those things, test them and find what your audience is really reacting to.
0: So when you say test them, are you talking about running all of those, those three, say those three images at once and seeing what's getting
1: hit the most? Okay. So this is where, you know, uh, I put my data crown on. (laughs) Because what I like to do and what we teach, of course, is let's set up a controlled test. So everything is the very same. The audience is the same. The budget is the same. The copy is the same. And we're just going to set up three posts. And we're going to the only thing that's different is the image. And that way we can see how the very same people uh, you're the very same group of people with the very same amount of money spent with the very same copy. We're going to see which ad gets the very best response, which, which image, which one's the winner. Yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> and then you can move forward, right? Then you can test the audience and you can test uh, the goal of the ad. There's so many things you can do, but if you just keep throwing one thing after another, after another blindly uh, out into the newsfeed, you never get enough information to know that you're on the right track. And
0: that's how you don't know what's working. You're just not because you're making too many changes at once. There's too many different variables to know what it is about that one thing. That's why I love when you say the copy is all the same. We're just changing the images because that's a direct indication on which image or video is hitting the mark. And then you don't have to do all the things, but you've got these assets. Well, here's what else I love. You've got, you've built these assets with your images, with your videos that you can use in a lot of different well, ways and repurpose yeah. them.
1: And you should, Sarah, because that's the other thing people do is they want to show everybody all the things, right? And mm-hmm. no everyone to see all the things. And so I'm going to show this and I'm going to show this and I'm going to show this. And what they don't realize is that that person that's standing at their kid's soccer practice or, or in line at the grocery store scrolling that person can't even connect the dots that, that these three things, they might see these three things, but they're not even looking uh, at it closely enough to connect the dots that all those three things belong to the same company. Yeah. So it's actually much more powerful to find one or two things that really work. And just like you said, use them over and over and over again, because that's recall.
0: Yes. It's that law of seven. You have to see something seven times before you take action. Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of (laughs) true.
0: So let's, let's um, talk about the different types of ads. So we talked about the creative. You've got to have your images. We're going to have the copy. Let's talk about the types of ads. Cause when you get into the back of ads manager, that's when most people start to freak out because there's too many options.
1: Yeah, so the, <clears throat> there's, there's three type of, uh, types of ads I think are most important for uh, us as product sellers. And sadly, I wouldn't have said this a year ago or even uh, six months ago maybe, but sadly, engagement ads are something that we need to do now. Mm-hmm. So engagement ads are really just to build an audience and get more reach get more eyeballs on our ad and so once you've done a test and you know what people respond to they're actually pretty powerful and they can be an important part of your plan and so engagement ads are success with an engagement ad is when you get people to comment even more success is when you get them to share when they share with their close contacts or of course when they like it or they put a heart on it you know some sort of emoji that's success with an engagement ad. So when you set up an engagement ad and you're hoping to get a sale, you're setting yourself up to feel like you failed yeah. already. But mm-hmm. engagement um, engagement ads are really important and you can do things to create gaps for people in engagement ads because often people don't know they need what you're selling. So you can ask questions or you can give them content that is shareable or relatable that they can actually share uh, with others that they know it might uh, resonate with. And so what you wanna do with engagement ads is keep them going consistently. You wanna spend just a few dollars a day. You don't have to spend a lot on engagement ads. This is the cheapest advertising you'll do. And, And you wanna run these ads to cold audiences. People who don't necessarily know who you are, Uh, Of course, you want to reach people who potentially could be interested. And we teach that uh, in, in um, in in our membership. But really, what you want to do is you want to just create content that's going to attract your right people. Because you want to, instead of having probably what you have is a little puddle of people, you want to create a big pool of people that are potentially going to react to your ads down the line.
0: Okay. So these engagement ads, they're not to generate sales. So we got to just take that off the plate. Remember at the beginning, we talked about success is not always measured in sales, but we're building an audience. We're taking someone who's never heard of us before. Who's never seen us before. And they're like, Oh, that's cute. Oh, I might be interested in that. Let me give them a heart. Let me um, tag my friend in the comments. That's what we're building here. And we have to have that in order to have sales later. We have to introduce them to us and not expect like a sale. It's like, you know, it's like the people that show up at your front door selling something like, I don't know you. I'm not going to buy anything from you. Like we have to know that person. And so it's an opportunity to introduce ourselves to them, bring them into our world so they can get to know us more.
1: Exactly. And it's actually pretty powerful because when somebody does click that, uh, that button, that heart button, or they share it with their friends, they're actually, they've gone from being a completely cold audience to in a pool of people that you can uh, show content to. Again, they're people who have engaged with your page, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, they're now engagers. So they're not super warm, but they're not super cold anymore. You're moving them down that funnel one step. And mm-hmm. so those ads are important. The most important thing to remember, though, is just what you said success is getting engagement. And so when you look at your results, you're looking for the content that gets the most engagement.
0: Yes. Okay. Price. Yeah. For the cheapest price. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's, what's, what's
1: our, what's our <clears throat> second,
0: second option when it comes? So our second to- option
1: is a conversion ad. Okay. So a conversion ad, people automatically think that's a sale. But once again, there are different levels of conversion. And so what we want to think about is success, success is uh, getting someone to take a specific action. What is that action we want? When we're still high at the top of the funnel, it could be just somebody clicking through to your site, right, it could be mm-hmm. that. When we're um, further down the funnel, it could be somebody adding a product to their cart or, or you know, adding the box to their cart and checking out. I mean, these those are conversion ads. And what's important with those is that you think about the goal. And when you're new, you're probably going to just want somebody to click through to your site and view products. Because yeah. then you're going to get the most amount of people to do that. And you just move that whole group of people one step closer to a sale. And so you have to think about that as success. The goal of your ad, you select you know, view a content on my site that moves all those people down the next step and you won, even though you didn't get a sale, you're winning. And so you want to think about that. Where are they on the funnel and where do you want them to go? What makes sense? And so you really want to run these ads strategically. You don't want to run them all the time if you have an open and close model. Mm -hmm. If you're always open you could potentially run them all the time, but you wanna run them really strategically because when somebody takes that action, the further uh, apart it is. So say they take that action last Monday and then you don't get in front of them again for three weeks, they've kind of gone cold. Yeah. These ads are really good for intense periods of time. So you're gonna spend a little bit more money so that people see them more. Like it's okay for them to see them two or three times. So you might spend five or $10 a day or even more, but you want to get these things scheduled for when you really want people to take action. So it could be when your card is open, right? Or it could be when you have something new, like a new product. But these ads are really for when you're ready to make sales. Now, if you have a store that's always making sales, then of course you may, that might be part of your plan. But if you're really focusing on your box, you want to do it in that, uh, in that period of time where you can actually get sales.
0: Yes. Because you don't want to run these ads and your cart is closed or your subscription, you're sold out and they're going to your wait list. But I think of when I think of these two different types of ads for subscription box people, when I think about an engagement ad, um, I'm thinking about showing like different, different. Like, I'm. We'll talk about my T-shirt club different t-shirts that we've had over time. You can't buy those right now. So I'm not looking for a sale. I'm just seeing if you're interested in the types of t-shirts that I have. So showing you what we have had in the past, um, with a video, with an image, with a behind the scenes of packing them, that could really be a good engagement ad. When we look at conversion ads, it'd be something like, here's our June box reveal. It's the first time we're seeing it I have spots open. So I'm getting it out there. I'm hitting my warm audience and my cold audience with this brand new reveal, hoping for conversions, conversions over to my site or conversions from the site to purchases. But those could be two different examples for subscription box
1: owners. Exactly. And so there are a couple of key things that you need to keep in mind with this. So uh, one is that You'll be most successful if you use the same kind of content that has worked well for you in your engagement ads. Okay, so don't change it all up, because then those people that uh, reacted to your content before might not even connect the dots.
0: They may it's, not realize it's the same company showing yeah, you the, the ads. Okay, yeah, I like it.
1: That's super important. The other thing is that I know you mentioned that you would use warm audiences and cold audiences, but I want you to manage your expectations around that. So your best bet is warm audiences those are the ones that are most likely to convert if you if you target cold audiences just remember that they might not buy this time but now you've gotten it in front of them one more time and they might uh, they might buy the next time you open up or the next month or however you open your cart so don't write it off as a huge giant failure every interaction every time you get somebody to take an action whether it's way back at engagement ads or it's in a conversion ad. That's success for you.
0: Okay, awesome. Now, yeah. what's what's our
1: third type of ad season? Well, the third kind of ad is for getting leads, for building our list, right? Mm-hmm. And so, here's what we need to think about when we are um, when we're running a lead generation ad: is we really, really have to give people a reason to drop their email address. And so, we have to think about. I always say, what is somebody's currency like? What is gonna make them take action? And that's probably what we would test with a lead generation. So, add, so we know that early access works for some people, particularly warm audiences. We know a free gift might work. We know uh, an extra item in their box, particularly if you add some uh, scarcity to some of those things, like the first 25 people. Or, uh, you know, something that makes people think, well, this isn't going to be around then tomorrow or the next time. So that scarcity really helps. Or even it could even be a giveaway, right? But there has to be a reason. You can't, the, that, the ship has sailed where you can say uh, to, to get our newsletter. So <laughs> right. To death. Can't <laughs> do it. And so your first job with lead generation is to figure out what, what your audience's currency is. What is the thing you could offer them that is gonna have the most impact on them and make them take action? Super important. And so lead generation ads cost a little bit more because you're asking Facebook to go out and find a certain person, a person who does tend to give their email address. So you can, depending on where you are in your business, you can run these ads all the time. You can literally run them all the time, or you could pick a time before your open cart where you want to just like really focus on, okay, I've spent all this time on these engagement ads. I've actually had people come to my site. I've done that. And now I'm going to offer them something really good to get them on my list because I know when they're on my list, I control it. Then I don't have to pay again to reach them. I can reach them for free. So if I have to reach them three more times before they buy, that's okay because I don't have to pay for that. It's actually really good. So I would recommend For sure, any time in the lead up to your open cart or um, your, the time of the month when you take more subscribers on, a lead generation ad is a really good use of money. But here's what's super important about those ads and most people don't do it. And what's super important is if you, if somebody leaves you uh, their email address and their name that's when they are absolutely the warmest, right? Right after they've done it. And so what most people do is they're like, oh, I got 300 names on my list. Yahoo. And then they walk away and do the next thing. And that's the kiss of death with a lead gen, because what you really need to do is start talking to them. You already know what they, what, what it was that they signed up for. So even if it's uh, like the free gift, let's say it's an an extra item in their box. So the very first thing you wanna do is set up an automation. So like five minutes after or immediately after somebody drops that uh, email and even on your success message, you wanna say, go check your email. You wanna send them an email that shows them whatever it was that they signed up and really gets them more connected to you. Those emails, like they, I have one that uh, has a 63% open rate.
0: Yeah, mine's pretty high
1: too. There you go. Because it's right when they're hottest. And so your job with these Aligen ads is to keep those people as warm as possible and as close to you as uh, you can while you are warming them up eventually to take the next step, which is to make a purchase at this stage of the game. These are absolutely your warmest people. And so it's okay. and. You know, people have like a little meltdown when we talk about this, but it's true, it's actually okay to email them every day for a few days like four or five days. When you do that, some people will unsubscribe they'll be like oh she talks too much. But the people who are really your people, the people who are going to subscribe to your box are going to open those emails and they're going to read your content. They're going to click through and look at what you have again and again and again, as long as you give them content that is aligned with what they signed up for. And so those people are the people that are actually going to be your buyers. And that's your goal, right? That's like the end game for success. And so I think that those ads are a really important part of your your marketing plan. But again, success isn't necessarily, I got a lead they bought. Success is, oh, I got a lead. These are the warmest people I'm ever gonna get. Now it's my job to keep them engaged until they're ready to buy. I mean, we know that most times people have to come to your site like five or six or seven times over a really short window of time, like maybe three to five days. And then they'll buy like very seldom do people uh, come to your site once and buy right away. Yeah,
0: this is so awesome. So we've gone through engagement ads, conversion ads, and lead ads, and they are all different parts of your business. So you shouldn't always be running one of those types. You should be running all of those eventually Um, after you build your list. Now you're wanting to convert and we always have to be we always need more leads, right? Like I I think that sometimes we feel like, okay, I have all, I have a 10,000 person email list, I'm good. We're not good. We always have to keep building that because essentially we always want to keep growing our subscriber base. You're going to have people join. You're going to have people cancel. You're going to have, you've got to keep funneling new faces in, or you're going to get stagnant and you're going to plateau. And we've all been there. What happens when that, when you start to plateau, then you start to pull back and then the numbers start to dwindle. So you always need to be lead generating. And it's just something that's super important that people don't understand. Yeah.
1: They think automatically if they start to plateau, there's something wrong with my box. There's something wrong with my my website. There's something wrong with me. Who knows what it is, but what they don't ever think of is, oh, I stopped doing the thing that was really working, which was bringing new people into my business, a constant stream of new people. And
0: that's, that's a really good, that's a really good question about you know, I told you how when I started Facebook ads, I didn't really know if things were working. Like, I can do all these ads and I know how to set them all up. But how, how do I know if they're working,
1: Susan? So so this is uh, this is the, the million dollar question, right? Most people don't know. And so what we do, what I do with our members and in our traffic boot camp program is we show them just the metrics that matter because the problem with the ads manager is that it's like it's like a dumpster of, of <laughs> and you're like I don't have the time okay or the explanation to and have- and if you're like Sarah
0: and not like Susan when you see a whole bunch of numbers on one page you're like what am I even supposed to look at right? and y- you don't geek out on these numbers I just want to know one to three numbers that I'm supposed to look at, and then I'll know if I'm doing a good job. Because if I don't know if I'm doing a good job, I may not continue these ads. I may give up on these ads. I may not follow through with the next ad. And so if I can look and say, okay, these are doing what they're supposed to be doing, not in the form of sales, because again, that's not always the measuring stick that we need to look at, but are they performing in whatever capacity they're meant to meant to perform in, if I know those numbers, I know that I'm successful and that I can keep going. And so looking at those numbers and knowing what I'm supposed to know,
1: that's, what am I supposed to know? Susan? <laughs> the castle. And so what we really want to uh, get clarity on is not all the things. Here's what we want to know. We want to know uh, how much it's costing us to get a thousand impressions in the newsfeed. Is it costing us $10? Is it costing us $30? Super important because if it's costing us $30, our ads are gonna be a lot more expensive and we wanna find a way to get that cost down. So we wanna know that, that's called the CPM. The second thing we wanna know is our click-through rate. So what percentage of the people who see that ad are actually clicking or taking some sort of action. It could be an engagement rate or a click-through rate. We wanna know that again, the content that we're sharing is uh, more appealing. Like it's way better to have a click-through rate of three or 4% than half a percent. We wanna know that because it gives a clue about how people are responding to our content that we're showing. And the last thing we really need to know is what it's costing us to get the action that we asked for. And so if we ask for engagement, what is it costing us per engagement? Is it costing us two cents or is it costing us 40 cents? We wanna know because that's how we're gonna decide what is the most effective. We wanna get the most effective uh, ad result. Like we wanna get the most effective content for the least amount of money, because then we can get our stuff in front of more people, get more people to take action and not blow our brains out spending crazy amounts of money for the same result. There is a way to get what you want at a price you can afford, but you can't do it by, you know, just throwing, throwing the spaghetti at the wall.
0: Awesome. And I know there's so much more to that. And I know that you, um, you teach that inside your membership every single month and you've taught it. You've taught some things in my membership. I'm hoping to have you back really soon. And, but you've got something coming up that I think is, is really great way for people to just sit down, and let's focus on our traffic. We talked about that at the beginning of the episode. It's the top of our funnel for us. We can't have conversions. We can't have retention unless we have traffic. And you're hosting a traffic, tell me what it's called, Traffic Boot Camp Live? Boot Camp Live. And tell me when this is and how all of our listeners can get over there and get signed up for it.
1: Well, it's so cool. So it's June 13th to 19th. And really, it's just an intense week of working with me and uh, some of our traffic coaches. We have coaches that can help you because you know, sometimes you just get a little bit stuck and you just need a little help to, to move forward. So you'll work with us and we're gonna show you how to reach your audience, like find your audience on Facebook and Instagram. We're gonna test, we'll show you how to set up these tests so that you can actually find the image the images that are going to work best for your perfect audience. And when I say work best, again, it's not necessarily a sale. It might be actually getting them to share it with a friend or leave a comment, or it could be getting them to click through to your website. we're going to show you how to test and find that and then we'll also show you how to create a little report that will help you read your results that will like just strip away all that noisy stuff and just give you the numbers that you can focus on and what I love about this Sarah is it these are all numbers you can control that's that's important so important because when you're looking at stuff you can't control it just makes you want to go sit in the corner and rock back and forth
0: it makes you feel helpless helpless like right. it makes you feel like You don't know what to do. So you choose not to do anything. And these are very specific and manageable actions that you can take and you get to measure and you get to make decisions on. And so in a a world like ours, where there's a lot of chaos going on with products and shipments and all the things, this is something that we can measure. We can control. We can keep our eyes on. And I love that. I love that.
1: And so in this week, we're going to strip it down, way down. We're going to remove a lot of the noise around it. We're going to keep it super simple so that everybody can actually do it. That's really important for me is that I want to give people the tools so that they actually can do it wherever they are, whether they're at an advanced stage or they are just starting out. I wanna remove the barriers to getting that information. So we're gonna do it in a super simple way. And throughout the week, they'll just do a few little testing activities so that when the week is over, they're actually gonna be able to see a path to success. Like how I can take this and make it work for me And whether I'm just starting out or I'm established and I'm ready to scale, they'll be able to clearly see what their next step is. I think that's hugely important too. Yeah. many times we're just like, okay, now what?
0: (laughs) Now <laughs> Well, I'm excited and I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come take the Traffic Bootcamp Live because I have a newer subscription that I've been testing some ads with. So I love to just strip down everything that I think I know about that. Just look at it with a fresh set of eyes and start some new ads and see what I'm missing because I'm missing something with this subscription. And so I want to just take a look at that new that my new baby subscription with fresh eyes. So I'm coming to Traffic Bootcamp Live. And yes, yes, and I'm just inviting all of you to come because I know Susan, I know her well, and I know that she brings very manageable and actionable steps and you're not going to feel overwhelmed and you might actually feel a lot of clarity about what you do and to come hang out with her for a week is Awesome. So Susan, I'm going to put all of that into our show notes today so that they can go click on that and we'll have access to that. Thank you so much for being here with me. You dropped a whole bunch of nuggets for them. I hope they're taking notes um, because this is just awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. I Thank just, you. I just, uh, I have just have to say to everyone too, find yourself a business bestie. Yes. Right. It's the, it's really, it will make your journey to success so much more fun. And who
0: knew that this little Southern Canadian, uh, this little <laughs> Southern Texas girl would be business besties with this Canadian girl, uh, you know, so we just become fast friends and it's really great to bounce things off of back and forth. So yeah. thank you for being here. Um, and we'll see you in traffic bootcamp live. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Okay. Bye guys. That interview was so fun. And I know you're going to want to join me in Susan's Traffic Boot Camp Live. It starts June 13th. I've included a special link for all my friends who want to get into this amazing opportunity to learn from Susan and her team. Check it out in the show notes. Get my link to sign up and I will see you there.